Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Pyle. And I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi viewers, welcome to another interesting weekly melting pot episode. Today I am in conversation with a fellow podcaster, which is always, always interesting. And like me, someone who wears multiple hats, which again is always so fascinating for me. So my guest today is Mansi Zaveri, all the way from Mumbai. Thank you so much for joining me, Mansi. Thank you. Thank you so much. Where do we begin? I know kids stop press is something that we probably go into a lot, lot of detail with. But before we get into that, um, like I mentioned in my introduction, you wear multiple hats. So where did, you know, where did it all start from? I understand you're originally from Mumbai. Yes, I am. Okay, great. So when, you know, in terms of growing up, what did you have a sense of where you were going to head in terms of a career or it just came to you organically or how did it actually all happen? So, Pyle, that's a really incredible question, I must say, because I think we all have stories with seeds sown in our childhood somewhere of what we're doing today. And I'm, I'm a big believer that you are the product of your childhood in many ways. Yeah. So I was one of four sisters growing up in Bombay. You know, I, I was obviously the youngest. So I was, I wouldn't say I was spoiled, but I was fairly independent. Uh, I think by the time it came to parenting, parenting for me, my kids were like, okay, the the elder three can like literally raise this fourth one. And the other three, I think, forgot to raise me because they were too busy <laughs> doing their own thing. So I sort of grew up on my own. And so, like I said, I was a fiercely independent child. And, you know, I would say that, did I know if I was going to be where I am today or what I'm doing? I think so, yes. And, and I'll tell you how. So I used to write a diary way back from my seventh grade and I still loved writing. I may not be an excellent writer, though some people on my personal Instagram page where I write a lot, I write very often. And even on Kids Stop Press, when I 
pick up post or you know when i started it it all started from the love of writing so way back when i was in 7th grade i would write and my mom would be like why do you need to write these diaries who's going to read it i said mom it's just a personal journey for me and i need to do this and this was way before blogging blogging instagram social media anything happened right this was this was back in 1994 and and i just started with that and you know and then i had a career spanning over 15 years in marketing communication of lifestyle products i did digital marketing for the last you know the out of the 15 to 7 years i did a lot of digital and social media marketing so that's where the brain child was you know somewhere it was all happening in my formative corporate years i used to love observing people and i spent my time on unilever businesses so they lay a lot of emphasis on consumer behavior and understanding and i would love just noticing and observing people and you know once when i was just driving and and i often believe and and this is something i heard once on the on oprah's podcast where she says life gives you these little whispers right and you need to pick them up and know when to run with it until they become loud noises and then you'll be alarmed right so the first whisper for me was when you know i was i was driving once uh, you know soon after i had my first one i was driving from when you say first was, one you mean your first child yes my first okay. child i was okay. driving from you know if anybody knows bombay it, it was about a 10 kilometer drive from metro theater to holy sea face which is now holy ceiling and you know i i was on my blackberry typing trying to overcompensate as a new mom trying to work and i did not look outside at any billboard any any sort of communication to the external world right i was within that digital device so i'm like wow i haven't looked up once and this device is controlling me for 45 minutes uninterrupted so that was the first whisper the second one was when i went traveling to the us with my two and a half year old daughter then and you know i just backpacked for six months and i was like you know at some point in time i think in your corporate career designations change but your role remains the same so i think i was at that point after being head of marketing for x uk in india that okay now this is going to keep going on i need to find what i really want to do and i just backpacked in every city i would go to the us i would just figure out what to do in that city with her that day and i was like okay there has to be something like that in bombay and came back with my job and that's it and and i started kidstop press without uh, without the fear of success failure or anything right no inhibitions just passion i think that's yeah and um, i i personally believe i mean when i made the introduction i did say that you know you like me have worn multiple hats and the reason why i say that was because even i was in the corporate world in the travel industry and after 15 years when i thought that this is all i can do because you know i mean that's what i did from when i was like 18 but when i sort of gave it up to become a voice talent and to explore different avenues in the creative world uh, and eventually also became a podcaster it was that passion yeah. uh, which actually led me to where i am today so i can completely align with that and yeah so that's interesting and also i think you probably i, I think the timing for you to set up i mean obviously you're going to talk about 
Kids Stop Press, which is a digital platform. And, you know, and obviously what you've said has led up to that because you spent 45 minutes on your BlackBerry. Do you think that the timing was right? Do you think at that time India was ready for or, you know, it was evolving and the digital uh, medium was sort of becoming coming of age in India? Or were you one of the pioneers or because I'm not sure how many years ago did this happen, actually. Right. So first up, uh, so it was seven years ago. But, you know, to say that, you know, when you mentioned that you were in the corporate year, corporate life as well for 15 years, and then you moved on to start this. I think everything that we did, Pyle, and I'm sure you'll agree, those 15 years were stepping stones to what we're doing today. I mean, I owe a large part of who I am to those 15 years. If I can pick up an email on a client or if I can have a friendly chat or if I can just be on WhatsApp with my client or or understand the consumer sentiment, the way to communicate, you know, so much of the work has already been done in those formative years in our corporate lives, right? That's why we are the people we are today. I feel every experience in life is, is a molding agent in your life, right? So make the most of it, most definitely. Coming to your question on, uh, did I start early? I am, yes, I was one of the first ones. Like, you know, for the first part, I think for the first one or two years, if I told people what I did, like I was blogging and I was, you know, trying to build a brand or a digital platform for parenting. People be like, okay, that's great. But what do you do? So they actually thought this was like a side hustle. And this is, and my, and you know, most people I know, they said, oh my God, are you kidding me? You quit a job in a premium fashion brand and your life is perfect. You were at fashion weeks, you were traveling, you know, so many international trips, all of that, you know, and doing so many events. And it just looked also glamorous from the outside for the world. But I think when you know, you know it. You know, you and, know, you know and yeah, I mean, I very quickly want to, you know, want to sort of interject there because that's exactly what happened to me. I was with this absolutely fabulous airline doing extremely well. And when my boss heard that I wanted to quit and she was sitting in Hong Kong and she said, you must be nuts, you know, and she couldn't understand that I wanted to actually give this entire very cushioned kind and, you know, job with, and obviously working in an airline comes with a lot of perks. And I wanted to give all of that up to become a voice artist. So, so I can completely understand when people kind of looked at you and said, oh, but what is it that you do, right? So in many ways, yes, I was the first one. I built a lot of bridges of what exists today, especially in the parenting ecosystem. There were no influencers. There was no Instagram. There was just literally like Facebook was just about coming up. And I just started with a budget of about 10,000 bucks uh, and a laptop. That's all I started with. And in many ways, I cultivated the digital space, which did not exist. Like even the largest brands in the pending and baby care space, which own about 75 to 80% market share, they did not want to invest in digital. Like I had to educate them that, hey, this is what you can do. Hey, this is what digital does. Hey, this is what global does. But no, so in many ways, yes. But in hindsight, I am so happy because I know the ropes in and out. I've spent enough time, energy, effort on resources to understand how the business works. And I think digital is, you know, it, it, it ages really well, 
right? So you know a lot of the stuff that is happening, right? So while there, there may be new trends, but you know your audience really well. So yeah. historically, I have that much more data to go back to and say, this is what my audience light of this is what happened in 2017 2018 uh, you know in same time in april what was the kind of content that you know that what were the kind of numbers what was the kind of content that was trending what should we bring back right so i think there is there's only merit if you start earlier yeah i i agree it gives you also the time to it gives you that head head start and it gives you the time to do all your analysis and whatever else it is that needs to be done so why parenting is it I mean, you know, you could have actually looked at the digital platform for, I mean, you were in fashion, you were in, you know, very different um, areas. So why parenting? You know, I would say that one, if you need to be on digital, you need to be authentic. I truly believe that a founder needs to go through their problem statement. For me, the problem statement was, I was a full-time working mother. And I did not have a one-stop shop to understand how can I raise a child in India and especially the the kids of, you know, we were kids growing up in the 80s and 90s. And how do do these kids want to raise their kids? Because we are not going to be our parents or grandparents. Uh, So how do we raise raise our children, right? So that was the problem I I was trying to solve. I was trying to Google and, you know, uh, it showed me applesauce and my, you know, so I had Google feed in, okay, when your baby is six months, feed applesauce, feed applesauce. My mother said, dal ka pani, dal ka pani. So there was this khichdi in my head, which said, what am I supposed to do, right? What is right? And, and that's when I think, so that's coming to simply put it, the founder has to go through the problem. You need to decide no matter which space you are, whether online, whether offline, What's the problem that you're trying to solve? And for me, that problem was providing a trusted parenting platform to parents to help them empower, you know, empower them to make informed choices. It's very clear. That's what Kidstock Press is, right? We want to empower parents so they can make informed choices all through the milestones of in their parenting journey. And whether you're following us on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, Instagram, or our podcast, there's a common voice that's going across and that's what this is. Is this helping a parent? Yes, it should go up. Is this helping a parent? No, it's not helping. Pull it down, right? So I, I think if you answer your why, why you're doing it, it just becomes a much easier process. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And and then also it's your focus, you know, and then with that focus, you can have multiple verticals yeah. within it. So. Yeah. And if I may just also add, you know, for everyone who's starting out or figuring out what am I good at or what's the bucket I want to pick, I would say that one, if you've got to show up every single day and do this, what is it something that you can talk about every single day? So you've got to be immensely passionate, passionate about that project, right? Or that, or that bucket. So make sure you pick that bucket like that. Second is you've got to say that, listen, if nobody paid me forever, would I continue to do this? Yes, I would. I'm not saying you should go with that mindset. I did not. But the point is, I was very clear. If nobody paid me, this is still what I love doing, right? The money will come. The money does come. Most definitely it does. But if you just keep those two thought processes in your head, then it just becomes much simpler to pick which is that right bucket. Like you said, I could have done fashion. I could have done, but I'm not, fashion doesn't come to me from within. I'm not a trendsetter. 
right but if you talk to me about something i'm really passionate about whether it's whether like i said if you're following me on a, on my instagram whether it's about books or it's about plants or it's about you know sustainable Uh, sustainability or it's about parenting it will come through makes sense you know you do have multiple verticals right so can you just talk a little more about what each vertical within kids stop press uh, actually i know i mean it all focuses on parenting and i understand for kids from the age of 1 to 10 right so what I mean how does it work do you have external people who who write blogs for you do you have a team that works along with you are other parents involved i mean how how exactly do you actually you know how have you grown it and yeah. developed it so one is that you know it's all a very organic process file so when we started out it was only me writing in because i didn't have a team then slowly i went on to build my team but it's very important that in the process you start involving and building a community and involving your users your readers your viewers whatever the case may be depending on the platform it's very very important so we started doing that today we have a network of over 500 odd contributors we have over 350 experts who contribute back onto kidstop press we have so many celebrities who you know we do conversations where that comes back so in a way there are multiple if i was to look at the hub and spoke model there are multiple spokes to building kidstop press right and then you look at okay these are this is this is the platform now what are the different medias of distribution so i would say whether it's facebook youtube podcast the website instagram twitter whatever the case may be is very important to say that today the user is everywhere and the same user is not coming to you on every platform it's a very different user so if i'm running or i'm walking i'm listening to a podcast if i am actively seeking an information hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'll check you out on Google. If I'm scrolling through and I'm I'm just lounging, I'll probably figure you out on Instagram. if and and by the way i i believe that instagram is now like our new visiting card because the minute i got your email i first checked you out there and then everything else right so right yeah but the fact is we're all we're all building virtual business cards right if it's youtube i feel like it adds a stamp of leadership right uh, if it's a website where i have so many amazing contributors and celebrities talking about it you're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me pio on this very unique and special podcast series melting pot of course again it's adding a lot of credibility right so see 
make sure that you're available on platforms that are important and where your audience is spending a lot of time. And you know, this is something, Payal, that I also teach as, as a course on Kidstop Press because a lot of people have asked me this question. That, listen, how did you build Kidstop Press? How do I build my following? How do I go about nurturing every stream? How do I time manage it? Because each of these verticals take a lot of time, right? And a lot of nurturing. And the fact is we have only 24 hours. And how do you show up every single day on every single platform? And that's where we spill the beans. Because I feel like if somebody handheld me seven years ago and say, hey, this is what your journey should be like. This is what you should do at every step. I feel like I could have accelerated so much faster, right? And so what I didn't have is, again, what I built. Thanks, Nancy. For you, I mean, if that had happened, someone sort of handheld you and then it would have been so much easier. But... It takes away the learning. It takes away the discovery. And I think that is so important. So it becomes your personal journey, which cannot compare with someone. But also, Payalt, in times like today, we're in a hyperactive space, right? Because the space is getting cluttered pretty soon. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, when I started, I had the luxury of time seven years ago. I could build it. Today, you need to build quick, right? Uh, so I feel therefore, and of course, you build quick, build authentically. I'm not saying you, you do anything unauthentically. But my point is that if somebody, you know, I had to figure out, I spent a lot of time figuring things out. Of course, the discovery has its own joy. But even if somebody told me those tools or those five things to start with or five apps on Instagram, I really wish I saved that time on searching in Google search and somebody actually taught me how the algorithm works or how could I actually beat it. And that's what I, I really wish for. And that's what we created in the course in many ways. And, and people can access that on kidstoppress.com. But coming to the point of how we built it, we I've literally put down like a step-by-step process on how I built it on the platform. And I would say that everybody figure out where your audience rests, even understanding all about your audiences and where you should really press accelerator and press break is what we've kind of covered in, in a lot of the modules. Because example, we're not very active on Twitter because we've seen that the parenting community is not very active on Twitter. You know, we, we know that moms are on, on, on Pinterest, but we also know the Indian parent is not largely Pinteresting as much as a mom in the US or UK. So is it my priority media? No, because at the end of the day, like I said, you have only 24 hours and you're, you will need to have, you know, targeted, targeted focus on a few platforms and not all platforms of where you want to be. Right. So I would say that it's very, very important to have that laser sharp focus in what you're building, where you're building it. And how do you want to go about it? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So you were mentioning that you're actually teaching as well. Yes. Um, so, uh, so you've act, you've put together. So, when you say teaching, it's teaching what parenting or teaching. Oh, no, no, we're not teaching parenting. We're teaching how it's called the mom boss course. Okay. So, it is essentially a digital marketing, digital and social media marketing course where we teach you everything, right, from identifying your niche to identifying your pricing, Instagram growth hacks, YouTube growth hacks, Twitter growth hacks. You know, how do you do goal setting? How do you show up authentically every single day? Storytelling through different social mediums, or it could be even on, you know, on how to write copy or a whole photography toolkit that we've kind of created every single piece that you would need to build into your business and show up with a good social visiting card is what we put back into the course okay okay so in terms of 
parenting, do you find that you have more moms or do you have more dads connecting with you? So in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll say that while in fact, we're the only platform which has about 80% moms and 20% dads coming on. If you see a largely a lot of the Instagram influencers or platforms that exist, they're 100% mom. We kind of fluctuate between 75 to 80% being women and 20% being mom. Uh, we have a lot of dad contributors as well coming onto the platform and writing and talking about sharing their journey, et cetera. In fact, you know, on my, on my podcast on Geo7, I've actually just featured a dad and, and actually a couple of dads as well, because I think they bring, because parenting is about both the mom and the dad. So I think it's very, very important. Yeah, it has um, to be like an equal. Yes, it, yeah. it has to be. But what we do see is, you know, the courses that we build for the children which is, you know, on how to raise a reader or, you know, mistakes that parents make while raising a reader, or if it's a storytelling module that we've kind of come up with as a course, or if it is an art and craft course or whatever that, you know, we've created a whole bunch of hundred plus modules, even for children. We see a lot of dads accessing that and actually signing up for it. So I feel like there's a really good mix of who's consuming the content and who's buying into the content. Hmm. I think that's a very uh, interesting share. That's fascinating. So how big is your team? We are a very, very nimble uh, team. We're only all of eight people and about five people in tech. So we're a very, very small team. Okay. I think tech is important, right? (laughs) Because, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and then you mentioned that you, so you have a lot of contributors from outside of your your system. Okay. Okay. So do you invite them or do they just come? Um, It's both. So example, you know, we, if, if it's an expert, we most definitely want them to have not associated with the platform would be definitely want them to contribute to the platform. And, you know, Pyle, over the years, it so happened that earlier we would approach them that, you know, this is what we want to talk about, or can you help us write this? But over the years, we've got so many, you know, whether it's it's the best celebrities in, in Bollywood or whether it's sports stars or whether it's experts or it's parents or it's doctors, they've reached out to us personally to share their stories which is very, very humbling for me because I feel like this is exactly why I created the platform, right? So we could share more parenting stories so we could all learn from each other. And so I would say that it's actually both ways now. First, we would reach out, but today they see Kidstop Press as an authentic, trusted platform to share their story. So whether it was, you know, whether it was Karina Kapoor talking about why the importance of vaccination for children, or it was Samira Reddy talking about you know, showing up imperfectly perfect and about postpartum depression, or if it was about Sonali Bainsray talking about how to communicate effectively with your children, even when you're fighting a life-threatening disease like cancer, or if it's Karan Johar who launched his book, or if it's Andre Agassi talking about, you know, about his childhood and how to build relationships with your children, or if, or if it's Ruskin Bond talking about how to be a writer, right? We've, we've kind of covered the whole spectrum. And it's, it's extremely uh, heartwarming to see all of these amazing people and so many, you know, so many storytellers come on the platform to share what they've created. Wow, that's interesting. So what's next for Mansi and what's next for kids stop press you know it's we're in such a volatile space right now Payal. but 
you know, it's, it's, I would say that all of us have kind of reworked our 2020 plans. We've reworked our 2021 plans. Yeah, it's, um, so yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of very fluid right now. But I think there are a couple of buckets that we really feel will grow. And we really want a lot of support in that. So one is, of course, to, you know, to kind of to reach a, a larger critical mass of people that, that Kids Stop Press can really impact. And I say impact is the right word because we're seeing so much benefit so much change in little little things that we're doing uh, even if our even if it's our course on raising a reader we're seeing so many people tag us on stories post hey my kid has started reading because of you and we had like a 14 day reading challenge and you know those little those little wins are important because you're you're creating lifelong impact with children so I think one is reaching a lot of important people. One is distributing our content in, again, many ways that it can reach a critical mass. And, and I think third was growing our vocational course business significantly because I feel that, you know, the whole reason why we started it is, again, because we knew that there was a whole bunch of educators who were stranded because of the pandemic. And then there were parents who were stranded because they didn't know how to get to the educators in the business. And we've kind of helped bridge that gap beautifully. So I really want to let that business grow because I feel like that, that, that awesome art teacher who was coming to your house and was personally nurturing your child can do that. Only the platform has kind of changed, right? But kids need that sort of, sort of, sort of that vibe. And I think that's something that we really want to grow. For Mansi, of course, you know, I, for the next few years, I want to continue to, you know, just, just be that driving force behind this amazing, enormous brand that we built which is which is kids stop press and which has led to this very large community right which keeps yeah 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 Yeah. and of course support a lot of women-led businesses which is something we anyways do with kids stop press we host awards we started this program largely for all the women who are running businesses in the parenting and baby care segment so to support a lot of women entrepreneurs, that's something that I'm extremely, extremely passionate about because it's taken us a lot of time to get so many women into the workforce. We cannot let a pandemic pull us back by a couple of years or a couple of decades, right? Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a cause that's really, really close to my heart. Of course, and my 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 family, right? I think my kids are in there growing up here. So I would say uh, nurturing those two to be, you know, I have both girls. So I want them to be really strong, self-confident and self-assured women, I think. And I'll play a very, very important role in doing that. Yeah. And yeah, and I think it's, it's, I mean, you, and the fact that you recognized this gap was because of your first daughter, really. Yes. I call her a true founder, actually. (laughs) And, and it's her like one up with her younger sister who says, oh, you know, mom actually founded it because of me. You didn't exist that time. She actually put my younger one's leg. And then my younger one would be like, why was I not born before? And I was like, listen, uh, I truly started it after she was born. Like, I remember when I went into labor, I was like telling my husband, okay, wait for five more minutes. You know, I have to finish this. I have to schedule this post. I have to post this out. And he's like, do you understand you're in labor? I said, yes, but I'm the sole member of the team. So I have to finish all this before <laughs> I, I don't know when I'm coming back. So so that's like literally the joke in the house. In the house. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's it's very interesting. and And there's always space for ideas, you know, and this is something which will keep evolving. 
in, in, in the past seven years, you've already added on so many new verticals to it. So, so I can see that there is no stopping you now, Mansi. <laughs> you are so humble to hear. <laughs> yeah, no, good luck. And, and also, like you mentioned, because of the pandemic, I feel that there has been such a... Everyone's now, especially parents with young children, because schools have gone online and everything's becoming virtual. And for parents to then try and engage their kids and like you mentioned you've got a lot of educators now or teachers or you know and they're using your platform I think that and I, I have a feeling that this is the way forward now for a few years to come so so I'm sure Kids Stop Press will have a lot to offer. Thank and, you thank you so much Beth. Yeah and it's been so much fun talking to you Mansi. Thank, thank you and good luck with the podcast. Thank you I mean it's it's what I've done close to 60 I don't know 70 episodes now. Wow that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. That's really and, incredible. Yeah and, um, and so what's the focus like? The focus is passion so like what I mean is, do you want to cover different women or you want to cover? No, I cover, I mean, if you really listen to some of the episodes, you'll understand it's not women centric. I cover people from different walks of life, from different parts of the world. And they all have, they're all inspiring people. They all have a passion. Most of them have, you know, done something else in their lives and then kind of followed their passion, which I feel and my target, you know, audience now it's on YouTube as well. But earlier it was only on on the various, it was audio on the various platforms. A lot of feedback I get is, so there are two segments. One is the segment where, you know, people have already gone into the corporate world and have careers and things like that. And they've gotten to a stage in their lives where, they're tired of it and they have a passion which they haven't really addressed in the past. And, you know, listening to all these inspiring stories, a lot of them have come back to me and said that, you know, we actually had the courage to move away and try something different. And then I have another demographic of people who are starting out, who are young, you know, and who may be pressured into getting into the corporate world, but they have a passion for music or for whatever it may be, you know. And listening to these conversations, they've started to get into it without hesitation, you know. And I think people have started to explore uh, which... I mean, you left your corporate job, I left my corporate job. And I I feel that today, you know, there's no, there there is no dearth of creativity. And, and I think people who want to follow their dreams can, it's possible to do that. So that's the goal of Melting Pot is to reach out to as many people and have listeners in like 56 different countries so yeah so it covers a very broad spectrum and I I like you I feel humbled when people get back to me with these kind of responses you know yeah no thank you thank you for having me I really enjoyed it good luck and I'll speak to you again soon sure thank you thanks so much thank you
For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.